What's up, everybody? We are, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. We don't know. We're lost without our Barbara Walters. I was say, Cody. Uh, Cody's not here today. Hey. Pour out the liquor. That Pour was, out the tequila. That's hey. not a good liquor sound. That sounds like you're getting an ultrasound. Yeah. yeah. It does it sound, does like, sound an like an ultrasound. Tell me you had kids without telling me you had kids. <laughs> right. Well, this is Ashley Chia, mother of foe. Hey, this is Melanie Fiona, mom of two. Felicia Latour, mama of two. This is Cody. This is the ghost of Cody. I'm not here. This is Cody. You ain't all over. And I have nah, I two fun. twins and one, one, one boy. boy. And and I am the owner of the creator of Black Lives That Love. is the creator. Why, she, why do you do my friend like that? The creator. The creator. <laughs> this is Random Happenings with the Mom's Den. Randoms. <laughs> So when I moved to New York, I moved there with $6,000. I saved up my money. I did the math about how much my rent cost. And I was like, I can stay here for a year. I think I paid like $500 because it was a three-bedroom oh apartment. Oh, my God. I was like, what? Girl, this was 14 years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a three-bedroom apartment. We lived down the street from Pratt, which is an art school. So yeah. we lived in like student. They, You know, the, the, the apartments around there always had like cheaper pricing, mm-hmm, student pricing. Because of the students. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice three-bedroom. We were on top of a bodega. And I took over somebody's, um, their rent that was like having an emotional breakdown and then they needed to leave school. And so they were like, you need to move into his his room. And then the other dude ended up moving out too. So it was just two of us in the three bedroom apartments. Like when we had guests come, they could come like stay in the other bedroom. This is is a luxurious life as a young young woman in New York. (laughs) But I had $6,000 in the first four months there. I could not find a job. So I, I knew like, you know, I had to budget my money. And then I finally got a job working at a restaurant. And then I got a contract working at a school teaching ballet to little kids. Yeah, that was my job. It was like my dream job. And then I just was kind of broke because I kept buying sneakers. <laughs> she used to pay Girl, my you responsible. <laughs> now now um, let's get to the very, real conversation. I was very financially irresponsible, guys. This is not a secret <laughs> at all. Okay. I had a check in the cash photo ID when I was in high school. That means I was getting my check in the cash. Yes. Getting my checks early. You know, like they would give you money before your, your I remember check that. came. Almost like an IOU. It was like a loan. Yeah. I don't know nothing about this. Girl, because you wasn't ghetto. <laughs> but you can take, yeah, you can you, or you can do poor. that at work. I mean, I think you can do that at work too, but you yeah, like, but it's take, a scam. you borrow from your Yeah, and then kind you of. pay how much interest back. Yeah. yeah, it's a scam to make poor people poor. It was just a hustle in the hood that they, they're all, they were only located in the hood. Chad cashing places. Yeah, and you you could oh, cash your check early. You had to have like a history of checks. But like, okay. this is how much I normally get. Mm-hmm. And then they give you, let's say you normally get $500 and you're like, I need $500. They give you $500. But guess what? You got to pay like $650 back. Oh, yeah. right. It's like a, it's like an advance on your money. Yeah, yeah but Literally. it's bad. Like, what happens interest. if you don't pay back? Girl, what'd you think? <laughs> jail. You could go to jail. Really? Straight yeah. to jail. Or, they, or garnish wages. Like oh, if that's you get another so job. Yes. Like right. <laughs> I'm like, this is ghetto. You like, first of all, that's my money to begin with. It's theirs now. Did you guys ever wait? Did your guys' parents ever do layaway? Girl, yes. My mom. Oh my god, I'll be like, mom, can you please add this to the layaway part? <laughs> and Lazarus, did y'all have a Lazarus? Girl, no, I grew up in that? Canada. Remember, y'all didn't have a Lazarus. What is that? It sounds like Dillard's. Lazarus was like. <laughs> No, it was a Jewish. La- oh. You know Lazarus? Y'all didn't have Lazarus. Lazarus and Dylan be kicking it together. No, no really Lazarus. Like oh, don't bring Marshall into it. No, Lazarus was like upscale, like like um 
what is that store called? Um, Neiman's. No, maybe like not not as high class as Neiman's, but like um, Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Dillard's. Oh yeah, they, Dillard's they had, is it? No, but they had like furniture. It was a huge department store. Like you know, back in the day, department stores were the business. J.C. Penny. Like three layers. It was a little more high class than J.C. Penny, baby. Sears. Mm. No, it's giving no, it's, Nordstrom. It's giving Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Yes, <laughs> but they have furniture. But furniture. It was nice, girl. Noise, and that's where you go. But they had a layaway. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love layaway. Yes. I used to think we were so rich, and then when <laughs> that date comes, up, and then when that date comes up, I'm like, Mom, where's the stuff? Mm, couldn't get it. I'm like, you just made us go through all that. <laughs> Evil. <laughs> Mom, stay doing. It. She was like, Well, I just wanted to teach you guys how to dream at a young age. I'm like, Thanks. <laughs> you know what? Something worked because you dream works. big and yeah, you do things. So come on. This is very true. Wait, why'd you ask me about Chia Pay and my ring? You got a problem with my man paying my ring? No, I think that we should definitely elaborate on that conversation. My man, my man, my man. <laughs> well, <laughs> wait, where did that come from? Um, the internet. Oh, no, one of the city girls, I think. Oh. I think. Okay, so the Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. said that, I think we should definitely talk about this. Go ahead. <laughs> Said that her and her husband Mm -hmm. split their finances 50-50 and he has $100 million. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody on the internet was like, why are you splitting your bills with a man that has $100 million? Never. And she was talking about how she operates from a space of scarcity. And honestly, I was very surprised that she was having this conversation. Really? Yeah. Well, like not in a not in a negative way, but just in a way of like, oh, shit. Like she's a real person. I guess a real person, but I don't know. I'm just like the anxiety of of it and having a man with a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I'm I mean, like, it makes sense though. If you, if I don't know, if she came from money though, so I don't really know her financial history. Did she talk about that or not? I don't think so. I feel like it was just like just a clip. But she used to work at Payless, so I'm gonna just assume it, either that was just like a job that she had for kicks and giggles, or um, she needed a job. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I feel like for people that don't come from money, I understand her having that that anxiety around money. And she was saying that she supports other people too. So yeah, her, that her, was the part. Yes, yeah. her and her husband support other family members, mm-hmm. and I do that as well. So yeah. I get her feeling anxiety around her money. Like it's not just me; I'm taking care of. Like I got to make sure this check comes in because I pay for so and so's bills. I think I was just mostly surprised that she splits her bills with her husband because. I'm all for splitting bills when you have to, meaning like if you know your financial situation, you and your spouse, like or boyfriend or whomever you live with, and you know, you both don't have a lot of money and it makes sense to split the bills. That makes total sense. But I am, I think I'm very old school. Yeah. I I feel like I I am too. I think I am. Like, I just feel like the man should pay the bills if he can. If he can't, then it's different because me and Chia coming up. Actually, that's a lie. When me and Chia first started dating, he already had a house. And so mm. I told him, I said, I'm not paying no bills here because you already had this house and so you were going to pay <laughs> these bills whether we're together or not. <laughs> if you couldn't afford this house, then you wouldn't have it. So that means you can afford it. So you don't need my help. You are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I like to, I'm like, okay, pay the mortgage and then I'll go to the grocery store yeah. and, you know, just like little shit. Yes. Like I like to take it, the kids on adventures. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's not my situation now, but... Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I mean, pay for that damn mortgage. I'm, I'm not. the one who keeps this motherfucker clean <laughs> and restocked. <laughs> Jared, Jared and I, the way we describe it, he always describes it. He's like, I'll pay, I pay for our living. You pay for our life. Yep. Yep. And that's Oh, I love that. Same. Explain that to us. So, so pretty much the way that we like 
it's similar to that. It's like we have a house together, yep. yet where do we both make individual money? And yeah. we do come in quite similarly as far as financially what we can do. And and yeah. the nature of our business is up and down different seasons. Yeah. It's like certain times I might be super, super up yep. and he's building or vice versa. So, yeah. so I tend to take care of the house. Yeah. And everything associated with it. Yeah. Anything the kids need, anything that yeah. that all them Amazon packages is all me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Socks, underwear, diapers, yep. wipes, toilet paper, eggs, all that stuff yep. I'm handling because I know the necessities and I've got it. However, like bigger things for the house when it's coming to mortgages, taxes, these types of things, it all kind of balances out. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. for how we contribute yes. financially. Yes. yes. But best believe, if we had a hundred million dollars in the bank, <laughs> I'm not working. I'm just I'm working for fun girl I'm, I'm working for either. I'm working for pleasure okay right? <laughs> I'm working for pleasure and I'm not here counting nobody's money but I in my if this was my situation if we had a hundred million dollars in the bank baby I'm eating a acai bowl every day every day girl $15. for fifteen dollars and then some add the extra chia seeds please <laughs> a little hemp on there a little hemp no, she no. and I run our house the exact same way. He pays all the bills, and but it's always been like that. Even when I first moved in with him, I would pay for everything for Amira, and it was it was like you already had this house, but we didn't have the daughter, so that's the extra expense. So I would take care of that. So all of her diapers, her clothes, I've always paid for that. I pay for like if we go on trips, I usually pay for everything. Like the whole time we're there, like all the food, whatever's extra, buy plane tickets whatever games I buy all the Christmas gifts like I pay for all of those things mm-hmm. but Chia pays for like he pays all of the bills in our home in our mortgage but I also pay, pay the mortgage back home that my mom lives in mm-hmm. so I pay that and then we pay my mom like monthly just give her money that comes out of my checking account and I, I pay for my mom's car I pay mm-hmm. the the car note on it the insurance like all of that that comes out of my bank account because it's my mom and I just yeah. feel like I should but Chia would but I just feel like we're not in that season right now where he can just pay everything yeah yeah but to be clear, if like you said, if he's down, I'm up, we're going to split things yeah. just because it's about our family and it's not about like man, woman, anything yeah. like that. It's about us as a family. It doesn't matter. But if I had a hundred million dollars, Chia wouldn't be paying any that bills. That part. Yeah. It's not really about, who, it's like if somebody in this house has a hundred million dollars, we, we, we as a collective, we have a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I'm not making my man work. I can tell Chia if I'm super rich, he could be a stay at home dad, honey. Well, he could just like flounder Jared through the, keeps, the Jared fields. Jared keeps asking me, Jared is less like, you want me to be at home with the kids? Bet. <laughs> right. Like, you want to go do this? fine i will stay home (laughs) right it's just the funniest thing but i mean i think it is important to understand that like i think the dynamics do change and they vary from like you know like situation to situation something that i saw online the other day was about stay-at-home moms Mm -hmm. and it's just like what a what a setup that a stay-at-home mom is not considered a real job girl Girl, and a job you can't clock out of yeah yet (laughs) a nanny is considered yeah a profession yes and so there's resources that need to be available to pay someone to come do this thing that moms do every single day so that they can still go work another job. Yeah, girl. It's, it's a riot. When I thought about that, I saw that online. I was like, what? Girl, I yeah. said the same thing to Chia. My head exploded. I was like, I never thought about you it that way, it? but it's the truth. Oh, girl, I did from day one. When she and I started dating and then I was working up until Mira was like, well, I want to say like three or four, but I used to take her to work with me. And- 
at what job? Shout out to one of my ex friend's mother, <laughs> Barb Noon. Um, she had a home healthcare agency and she's amazing because she let me work there. I did her HR and she was like, you can bring a mirror to the office. And I had my own office girl. I used to breastfeed her. I used to put her under the table, be rocking her and doing like background checks on people and be telling them I have to fire them because they forgot to tell us that they killed somebody in 1998. Child. Child. Girl. What? Yes. <laughs> People would do that. They would Not just, you forgot to tell us to kill somebody. <laughs> you know, just had a little murder charge on their, on their background. Like, oh, you can't work here. Sorry. But yeah, I used to bring her to work with me. But when her company, she closed down for a little while because she was switching it to another location. And so then I was at home and Chia was like, you can stay home. Because I was like, this is an actual job. If I don't do it, guess what? We have to pay someone mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. So I recognized very early, like... This is a job. Absolutely. Because if I'm doing it for free, if I can't do it, then we're paying somebody. Yeah. And I don't really like when when men have this perspective of like, well, you're the mom. That's what you're supposed to do. No. <laughs> Damn it. You the dad. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy we had this conversation because, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, de- I definitely think that there is a, I think there's a financial responsibility generally that, I think it's a conversation for sure. And yeah. it's definitely... Everybody's comfort level is different. My personal philosophy is that like we are a collective. If we are a family, if we are married, if we are together and we are in these in this family sharing these kids, we have to have identifiable responsibilities for what it is. But that doesn't mean that I can't come to you and be like, hey, the nanny came in a little higher this month uh, because you worked 25 yeah. extra right. hours. Yeah. Right, that part. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, fortunately, I have a partner who's not... Um, adverse to being like, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a throw in on that, of yeah. course, mm-hmm. because yeah, it's these, these, this person is helping watch our kids yeah. so that we, including me can work. Right. But the finances are a, a funny, 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 funny thing. Yeah. It could mm-hmm. be tricky. It tricky. can be really tricky because a lot of times too, and I think I speak from the traditional space of the patriarchy and how men have used money and being the breadwinner to oppress Mm -hmm. and like belittle women and undervalue their contributions to the house. Yeah. Um, I remember talking to my therapist once and she was, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, you know, men, they just think that they can just work and that's like all they need to do. And as long as they're doing that, then like, that's what it was. And she was just like, oh, you don't know how many men she's like, there's like a whole study where men invest in their careers for most of their lives. They don't work on their relationships with their wives. They don't yeah. work on the relationships with their children. And then they get older and their children despise them because they were never had a present father. And then their wives are, I'm over you. I'm divorcing you now because I don't want to put up with your bullshit and I'm taking half. Mm-hmm. And they end up miserable. Yeah. Or they end up going and getting a 21-year-old woman that they can just buy with their money that they have. I always keep that in mind because I've, I've never wanted that to be my situation. Yeah. I think... Establishing myself as a businesswoman before I found my husband and establishing a career for myself before I had any sort of responsibilities for anything or anyone else made me step into a situation being like, I'm going to be all right either way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. And sometimes my husband has to remind me like, you don't have to think like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you needed it, I would make sure we we going to have it yeah. for both of us, you know, yeah. which is reassuring because I think subconsciously I'm always like, well, I don't ever want to be without and I don't ever want to have to rely on yeah. anybody. But it's like, that is my husband. There is a certain level of trust, obviously, 
hopefully implicit trust that comes where you're just like, okay, that's my partner. I don't have to feel on the defense about my my uh, security in this situation. Yeah. yeah, you know. And so fortunately, I do have a partner that's like that. But I do. I I, I know women very much so that are like, nope. He's <laughs> never going to ha- have any access to my money. Mm. My money is my money. And we still both operate that way. He still has his own money and I still have my own money, but we use our money for together. our household together. But, you know, that that division of, you know, prenups and all that stuff. How do we feel about prenups? I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you, Fee, because you're newly dating um, in your life or in your future. Like like when you're let's just take whoever you're dating out of the equation, just like any man. Mm-hmm. How do you approach those financial conversations and like discuss that? You know what I mean? Like, this is what I plan on paying for. If we moved in together, this is what I would want to do. Or like, do you do that? Well, yeah, I do that. And I think because with me and the children's father, we had very similar situation to how males is. It's like, okay, you pay for the living and then I pay for the light. And it literally, when you break down the numbers, it's like, it's the same same exact Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, and then if there's like, if I need to get a sitter, it's like, okay, I'll pay for the sitter. If you need to go and do the thing, then you pay for that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that works for us. So when I'm going into new situations, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is what's going to work for me. And this yeah. is what, this is what has worked for me. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it's interesting. <laughs> Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm not splitting mortgage with you. Would you do a prenup? on like for myself yeah or, or just him. or either like if you let's say you're getting married and you know you you're you have a lot of money too and your partner has a lot of money would you go into it wanting a prenup or what if he asked you for a prenup would you sign one i would probably sign it okay yeah, because it's like okay whatever you had before okay actually i was just watching something and they were i know what you're talking i know what you're talking with the so Somebody was getting a pre or somebody got divorced and the prenup because the money that the man had before and then turned around and like invested the money and did other adventures with her still around. It was like, well, that's still all of mine. <gasps> so you oh. I would it would have to be written properly. Like what mm. you had before this. All right, cool. Anything that we are working on together and you would, you know, moving forward, then I feel like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Whether it's my ass encouraging you, (laughs) whatever the hell it is. Listen, we know so many stories. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. I know. It's I know too many stories of women who've helped build a man's wealth and then he leaves her with nothing. Yes. Oh, we, yeah. I have. Yeah. No, I, one of my girlfriends, I like, I have seen her build, help build this man and literally the way treats her like a fucking dog. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is crazy. Yeah. But that also, I feel like money gets weird when you're separated and you're no longer, you know what I mean? No mm. longer shrugging a dick. Like, <laughs> look, call a spade a spade, okay? <laughs> Y'all know I'm the inappropriate one. <laughs> but I'm, you know, is that it's all you gotta like, do to get your money back? We, no, I'm <laughs> no, <but laughs> Come on over, please. Yeah, but this I'm, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I don't, I don't wanna split mortgage with a man. No. I'm just not interested in it. I think that I, okay, so I'm trying to put myself in a position of of power, right? Or like thinking about having a lot of money where I pay for everything and my partner doesn't pay for anything, but they still contribute. I can, I kind of can see how people feel a sense of entitlement or like, yeah, I hate that, but I can, like, I can kind of see how you come home and you're like, 
I pay for everything. Like I don't, don't ask anything else of me kind of energy when people have that energy. Like, I guess I understand that, but I feel like that's just like an unevolved way of thinking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it is, it seems pretty logical to be only because like, I remember when Chi and I were both working outside of the home and then we would both come home and I would be like, why well, I got to cook dinner? I just, I just worked, you know, no, outside real. the house too. Like, why am I volunteered as the person who's doing that? Mm-hmm. So, well, cause I could cook better than him. So that's why, but, but still like, I felt the same way he did. Like now I have to work again. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it's hard because when you're working outside the home and you come home, you have an expectation of your partner, but they've been at home working all day with those kids too. Girl. And they just don't understand yeah. that level yeah. of like, now I want you to tap out, but it's so crazy. Chia will come home and I'll be like, I just need an hour to myself. And like, I would throw the baby at him. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I got to go. But then when I started working outside of the home is when I understood that feeling of like, as soon as you get in the door, you're like, damn, like this is another job. No, but I feel like it's, it's, it's the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cause I remember feeling like that because when I had, I wasn't working as much when I had peace um, and I was just just doing makeup, you know, mm-hmm. but I was with her the majority of the time. Yeah, if I wasn't doing makeup. Then we would obviously hire somebody. But I remember being with her from like morning to night. Yeah. You know, and their father at the time worked a lot. Mm-hmm. So I just remember being like, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, well, I'm tired. I've been working all day. And I'm like, me too. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it was really hard for him to understand that. It is. I feel like once we separated is when he was like, okay i get it now (laughs) yeah and like is more appreciative of understanding that like it's a job yeah it's very difficult i'm like do you think i'm like i love my children i'm like but do you think i want to talk to a two-year-old all damn day yeah and repeat the same thing over and over and over you know what i realized (laughs) i was just talking to one of my friends about this the other day i think when we um eliminate an issue for someone it's really hard for them to understand i was talking to her about how she tends to pick up for other people meaning like if her husband is slacking or if a, someone else is slacking a co-worker she'll just do the job for him like she her her end goal is just to get things yeah, done in the house she's not going to pinpoint it but i told her with doing that she doesn't allow people to see where they're falling short mm-hmm. and when we don't all of us when we don't see where we're falling short if someone doesn't say hey like, mm-hmm. I don't like that you do that. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're of the more vocal partner and you always tell your partner when they're doing something wrong and they don't tell you when you're doing something wrong, mm-hmm. you think that you're perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like when you don't point these things out to people or allow something to kind of fall apart, it doesn't allow people to understand like how important something is. Yeah. And I think that as partners, we do that like we'll just do it. We'll do it. We'll do it for them. And so they don't understand that correlation when they come home, if the dinner's ready, if everything's done, they're like, Oh, well you're fully capable of being with this child all day and doing laundry and cooking for me and putting the babies to sleep. Like you're capable of doing it. And we know it needs to get done. But if women or whomever's at home start being like, Oh, I I couldn't cook because I had the baby all day and I just wasn't able to, even if you could, you, they start to understand like, I like, I can't always do this. And this is hard for me, or it actually takes an extra effort for me to do that in this yeah I think sometimes you have to like leave a hole for people to fall in to realize like I I have to help this person and it's also like just because I can do it doesn't mean that I want to do it exactly not every single time exactly I feel like it's also like a like when you're parenting and you're enabling the child like oh let me do it for you like constantly I, I feel like it's the same with 
adults is like you get to an age and you get to a space where you don't even know you don't think it's an issue you don't even you don't have like the the proper skills to like um not coping skills but, but like, like identify and understand yeah, that it's like an issue you don't even yeah. know how to get yourself out of this hole because nobody everybody just keep catching your ass yep and doesn't let you just fall through the cracks sometimes like it's okay you know mm-hmm. but i'm like i definitely feel like doing that with adults too is like oh for sure have to girl i'm so quick to be like i ain't like that <laughs> I need you to do that. I'm tired. (laughs) Like, I have to, or I'm going to be an asshole. For sure. (laughs) I was on my way here, and I was talking to my girlfriend, and I was like, what's the rest of your day look like? And she's like, oh, I'm just leaving the gym now. She's like, I'm going to go home and start to think about dinner. And I was like, it's fucking noon. And I'm sitting here being like, this, I'll be honest with you, this this thing, feeding myself and other people every single day is a huge stress in my life. I mean, this sounds like first world problems. I understand. However... When you have to think about feeding people every single day, you got to make sure you have the groceries. You got to have the time. It's the time. It's like in order for me to have dinner ready by the time Kai, Kai is the only one who's really on a strict schedule. Like she eats at six. If she's not eating at six, she's tearing up the house. (laughs) So by six o'clock, something has has to be ready for her. She's going to wake up. That's the end of her second nap. So she needs to wake up and have food. So already by that time, I'm like, oh, well, I got to prepare what she's got to eat. But then that delays what I got to make for the rest of the family. And I sit there... (laughs) And I often do go back and forth in, in my mind about this. I'm just like, and this is not a gender role thing. No. This is literally capability. Just like yeah. you said, mm-hmm. I I cook better than Chia. I can cook better than Jared on any given day. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> am I enabling the idea that he's not capable of rising to the occasion of learning how to cook? Yes. Because mm-hmm. if we could share the responsibilities of cooking twice a week, yeah. if he could cook twice, I will do the rest of the five. Yeah. Girl. You know what I mean? And so I thought about it and I'm like, at what point do we start to say, no, I'm going to need you to learn how to do that. Absolutely. Just like I had to learn how to do it yep. to provide for this family. Um, you know, Jared, you didn't just be born. Knowing I didn't how to just cook. be born knowing how to cook. I had to, I had to figure <laughs> it out. I had to Google and be like, all right, Dijon mustard. OK, great. You know what I mean? Like I think about that often is that I do believe that in partnership, when it comes to the household, both parents should be aware of what their strengths are, for sure, what their weaknesses are, and also what their capabilities are. Because none of us are are inept to be able to go on Google and follow some instructions to make a pasta. And so because I can do that without the internet at this point doesn't mean you can't without it. So I've already done the, I've already bought all the groceries. Everything you need is already here. Maybe you'll cook dinner tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or but, if he puts a frozen pizza in there, we don't care. But let me t- you cooked. But then let me tell you what happens. Jared, <laughs> Jared's Jared's like immediately, no. His answer is no. Really? I'm oh, he is so hard lined. He's like, nope, I'm not cooking. That sounds like he will the go, he will go and yeah. he'll just buy dinner. Okay, yeah. but is and that then complain yeah. about how much money we spend oh, on ordering out every like, night. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the worst. I'm like, you don't want to do it. But the, so what? Do What's you the trade to do? Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Jared will not <laughs> cook. Thing. Oh, Chia Same cooks. I, I definitely have to give him some kudos because the two things that I said he has <laughs> to learn how to do is do our daughter's hair. Mm-hmm. And he has to learn how to cook because I was like, if I die, you ain't gonna have my little black babies out here eating nasty ass food and, and walk around with crazy. their head looking crazy. <laughs> oh like that God. was just baseline for not me when I, I was die. when I was pregnant. I was like three things actually: do not feed my babies pork. I don't care if they end up eating meat. They can never have pork. <laughs> Comb my baby's hair and learn how to feed them. I, like, just basic things. Like, yeah. I always cooked, but Chia, same thing you said. You are a smart, grown man. Capable. Every job that you've had, you had to learn 
on site. <laughs> it's not like you were born and you said, I'm insurance, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, you no had to learn how to do your job right. and compute and do it. All of these estimates. You can learn how to cook. You can follow instructions. And he did. And he did. And I think <laughs> that, and I think, and I, and I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that that's true for anything, but it's just the desire. Yes the willingness and the quality of your life. Yeah. Because also if Jared's going to start resenting shit because he cooks and he's miserable and I'm, no, I don't want to be around Are that either. Are you happy doing it though? Oh, I'm miserable doing it. Then he could be miserable so too. The, so the thing about that's it is, share the misery. Share the misery. We love company. Misery loves company. But you know what you just said? Though? I just want to call that out. It's so interesting. I feel like women do this. We do yes, this. You are so concerned about him being miserable cooking, but you're miserable, but you care yeah. more about his misery than your own. It's mm -hmm. so true because mm -hmm. I got these kids. And because yeah. you love and him. And I love women. him. And, I, and mm -hmm. also, mm -hmm. I know that there are things that I'm not doing. I'm not going out in that garden. Yeah. And you gonna go that? out there? He's gonna go out there, okay, and he's going fair. to wipe our outdoor patio on his hands and knees. Oh, I'm not okay. doing that. Okay. You know, you do post him in the garden a lot. He right. loves his garden, and that's his thing. And so he yeah, does that. Good. He's he's growing food for us. Yeah. It's oh, fine. He mows the lawn. So it's a trade off. Okay, this is a good trade off. Yeah, because I yeah. wouldn't be getting down. No allergies out. No, I'm not doing <laughs> any yard work. I'm not doing any yard work. It's not happening. Okay, so then that's fair though, because I think that's important to mention that. He's doing things that you never wanted to do. No, I, and that, so, so and that's, that's his what, hard line. Like, I never want to cook so and you never want to do yard work. And yeah, that is why, it's a trade off. It and is, that yeah. is why I understand that boundary yep. for like not pushing that thing. But at the end of the mm -hmm. day, a skill is a skill. And truly, if I'm out or I'm gone, which I travel for work, all I know is that I got to make sure that he has what he needs to feed these kids. It's definitely probably going to be a cheese pizza for Cam. <laughs> Absolutely. He's maybe going to be avocado toast for Kaya because it's easy. Fruits. He can make eggs. He's okay. actually very good at making eggs. But it's 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 amazing to me that his creative brain, because he is very creative and he dreams and he can imagine things, but it just does not translate to food. Yeah. And he loves good food. Yeah. But he's just like, I have no desire to figure out how to make it. Well, he likes to grill. He will grill. Men He'll always barbecue. want to grill something. He'll barbecue. I swear they throw something right, on it. Put a little thing and you're just like, all right, see you in a second. Put a little seasonings on it. Like, I grill. Can you make some sides? Like, right. Did you make mashed potatoes? Right. right. You're like, it's just a bunch of meat. Yeah. Just yeah. chicken That's for it. dinner. Just <laughs> chicken, chicken wings. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> but, but I do. I think it is something that's really interesting. And now, even relating it back to the kids... Now, I think even of the way we parent our children, I don't know, Fee, you be making these kids work. I think it's interesting even I see that for Cameron, it, those things where I'm like, oh, I'll do it for you. And it's like, mm. and recently he's been asking, can I? Oh, by the way, Jared is Jared will wash and the dishes and clean the kitchen oh, girl, better than me. Oh, girl, cook your dinner oh, then. What? He, right, oh, no, no, real. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so, so I, this, is just, this is just specific. I'm like, it all comes out. No, 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 no. Oh, so I'm this starting is, to feel less no, and less no, no, mad no, no, about this. this. <laughs> what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is we're both capable of that. Just like we're both capable of cooking food. He goes food. and does This is it, not about shared responsibilities. and makes the plates for no, our family, but he will cook. steams my clothes every day. No, he definitely does not. He definitely does not. No, there's a difference between shared responsibility Capabilities yes. and capability of responsibility. Well, he ain't capable of cooking, girl. Let it go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't push it. Poison. You want to bring up my misery. <laughs> uh, but, uh, 
but no, but I see it in, in the kids and like, you know, Cameron, even Cameron's been asking, he's like, mom, what chores can I do around the house? Oh, yes, They're at the and age. I'm like, you are asking for chores? Wait, you ain't gave him no chores yet? I, no, I did. He oh. washed the dishes the other day. He wiped down all the counters. No, he went prior in the room to and him t- asking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But no, but the oh, thing, no, I but he, now he's asking to I do that. that. Before I'd have to tell him, hey, you know, do this. Oh, take your plate, put it in the dishwasher, do these things. He's seeking and responsibility. And now he's seeking responsibilities. Yeah. And I, I low-key love it. And I, I look at that as a testament to one, the fact that he sees his dad contributing yeah. in ways mm-hmm. that seem normal. Mm-hmm. Yep. That he doesn't feel like, oh, my dad just comes home and sits on the couch and doesn't do anything. So that's what I get to do. Yeah. I, I love that our generation of kids that are now growing up are seeing more active parents For in sure. shared responsibilities. And they don't feel adverse to or being above doing something For or sure. helping out yeah. what's traditional male or female roles, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. Um, so I've been loving that he's been asking to help out. Juju asked the other day, she was like, when can I start washing dishes? I was like, today. Today. <laughs> like, mm, get up in there. The, thing, the thing about them washing dishes, though, you're going to have to go back and get a couple spots because they're going to miss it. Girl, that's I told you guys, right, that I used to do everything for mm-hmm. Amira, partly because I have control issues. And I was just like, we'll just do it for her. it was like two against one. Yeah. So me and Chia just did everything for her. And I feel like she was like around seven or eight years old. And I realized she was starting to become extremely entitled. Mm-hmm. And that's when we changed the game on her. And I don't parent any of my <laughs> kids the way I parented Amira at all. Yeah. I take their clothes. I separate them into sections and I hand everybody their pile of clothes. You fold yours, you fold yours, mm-hmm. you fold yours. I don't care what that shit look like. Put it in a drawer. Because I realized, like, it's just, I was doing way more than they're doing younger than them. My yeah. mom was oh, a single yeah, mom absolutely. with mm-hmm. four kids. We were cooking dinner. We were, first of all, every night, it was Ashley wash and Rebecca dry. Or she would say, bathroom, kitchen. Mm-hmm. One of you do the bathroom, one of you do the kitchen. We cleaned our house every day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a once a week thing. Mm. If we had those chores every day. It was like, go wipe down that bathroom. It better be clean. We one bathroom for five people in that house. Oh yeah, you gotta she, maintain. Yeah, she was like, no. It, so every night somebody had to clean the toilet, clean the tub out loud, and we would switch. Or we do the dishes together, who's washing, who's drying. But it was always group activity and always chores and there was no, there was never no, we eat and, and just get up from the table. Like, my mom would have chopped our feet and hands off. Girl. Girl. She's like, I cook, you clean these dishes. Mm-hmm. And that's how it always was. And that's kind of how we've, not kind of, but that is how we've been in our home. Our, my children have always had chores. It's they just, it find, is how it I is. I feel like peace and Zen find so much joy in helping too. Yeah. Like now they're like, if I tell them, okay, can you go and do this? Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, can you help mommy do this? They're like, oh yeah, I'll do yeah. it. But now me? I'm yeah. like, um, peace, drag that basket downstairs, <laughs> separate the clothes. You know, yeah. I'm like, you you can do that. And then have yeah. your brother put him in the thing. And they're both like this with the little, like, what's the detergent? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to put it, it there. over. I'm yeah. like, you got it. Yeah. Like, but that's so out. good. Girl. Why well, Amir, I went to her bathroom and I was like, you need to clean your bathroom. And she was like, I'm the only one using it. Then she said, first of all, let us refer to page 786 of the book of Donna. (laughs) Smacker. (laughs) No, Donna was, I told you about the time that my mom took all my stuff and threw it outside the front door in garbage bags because Mm -hmm. she was like, I don't care what your room is. Your room is in my house and you don't pay no bills here. So you're going to keep your room in my house, which is technically my room. Clean. Right. And yes. I don't want to see that damn mess. Even w- after they brush their teeth in the morning, oh, every I go in there right and after water. and I'm like, Mm-mm. why is there toothpaste in my sink? sink girl. I'm like, get, get that on. toothpaste. I'm like, get your little hand mm. and put it down. Yep. I'm like, that's disgusting. And take the towel and wipe off my counter. Yes. That's right. No, I'm like, 
That's mm-hmm. what I had to tell her. I was like, <laughs> but even that, I'm like, ugh. you don't want to have these habits. Like, this, girl, this is your space. I was like, you should not want to be amongst filth. Yeah. Girl, you know, I, I gave it to her and walked the next day, walked in there. That room was spick and span clean. Because yeah. I also hit her with the, you know what, Amir? I'm going to just do like my mom does. I started having to tell these kids, get your jacket off the floor. Da, da, da. So I was like, you know what? There's a new rule. I'm going to stop telling you guys and I'm going to just pick it up and throw it away. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way they scurry through the house and pick their stuff up. Listen. But I was like, for now on, if I find somebody's stuff on the floor, I'm going to stop telling you. I'm just going to throw it in the trash. And I started yeah. throwing their stuff in the trash and they would open it like, why is my coat in here? Because it was on the floor. Yeah. Peace is little, but she's the <laughs> Donna one. would be proud. I'm Thank so, you, Donna. I'm so I big of her. with Pete. Well, actually, well, because you have the four girls, but like, I'm so big on... Obviously, it's like, okay, boys and girls be clean. But Mm -hmm. there's just something about a little girl, like, needing to be clean. I'm like, peace, Marie. Mm -hmm. Please. Mm -hmm. Like, why? Why? The basket is right there. Just put put it in there. And every time she's like, I'm sorry, mom. I'm like, no, you're a little girl. Right. I need you to do this. But then surprisingly, Zen just has toys everywhere. But he'll, like put his clothes back in the drawer. Interesting. I'm like, this is very My thing is, can you pull your underwear out your pants? Like, every day, like, girl. And the socks I, out the pants? Listen to and me. And untuck the damn socks. I tell Cameron <laughs> every single time, I'm like, you see this underwear in these pants? Separate. Girl. And so what I do is, if I go to do his laundry, and I go to, well, now he's doing his own laundry we, I, he with my supervision. That's but, cute. But now what I do is, if I open up that, that bin, I have him stand there, and I have him separate every Absolutely. single one yep. and put it in. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Absolutely. Socks inside out. All the things, Literally. make them right side out. Everything now, and I'm gonna stand here and watch you do it. Yes, and Peace was like, "Why?" Yes. I'm like, "Because it's not getting cleaned properly, yes. little girl." But also, <laughs> when we do it for them, they don't understand the yeah. amount of work that goes into it. So now, when you make them do it themselves, they understand, and then they start to develop the habits that all of us have of that cleanliness and being aware of yeah, other the people. Appreciation, yes, of it. but also I think it translates into people that stay at hotels that just like you know who are just like really Ugh. trashy Ugh. and leave and they don't care because they're like oh somebody's coming to clean it or people at restaurants yeah, that crazy. are just like rude yeah. like I feel like all those behaviors come from people that never had to clean up after home themselves training. yeah somebody was Ugh. cleaning up after you don't understand like, like you still don't treat people this way whether it's your mom a stranger like be mindful of the people who are after you, behind you, or cleaning mm-hmm. up after you. Like and that's super. That's rude. how I feel about the plane bathrooms. Ugh. Oh, girl, Them nasty ass places. I'm like, why? Mm. Why do you think that in this small space with all these people, you're gonna be the person <laughs> that's gonna piss all over the floor mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. leave this shit why like that? Why do they always pee on the floor? Because men are disgusting. Oh, oh God. Because <laughs> it's you know it's men. It's not women. I don't even know how we got here. I don't know how we we got I know. here. It just all, I don't know how it we got all here. came from not having a hundred million dollars. That's all I know. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to this <laughs> random episode. This was really good. <laughs> <laughs>